few seconds, I felt the gadget vibrate in my hand, and I knew, yes, this works, just as Jeff Stollard and I had planned. Another moment and I might be crushed to death, but not in silence. And the disc, Danny, spoke to me. The words it said I have forgotten. Maybe they weren't words, just sensations, images, or feelings, perhaps, stimulated within my brain. Danny! The door opens. She comes in. My mother. She leans on the dresser, just inside the doorway to my bedroom, breathing hard from the strain of walking twenty feet. I've been knocking. Didn't you hear me? No, I lie. But it's not quite a lie. I heard her knock, but didn't entirely hear it. Just as I see her every day, but not entirely. Right now I hardly see her at all. My desk lamp is the only light I have on, outside its circle. She's in shadow. She shuffles over to me in her bedroom slippers. She always wears her bedroom slippers. Danny, do you know what time it is? I glance at the last words I've written. Images or feelings, perhaps, stimulated within my brain. And move my hand to cover the paper. A mistake. I've called her attention to it. I look at my watch. About eleven-thirty, I say. Almost a quarter to twelve. Eleven-thirty-seven, I correct her. It's a school night. You know that. I know. She persists. Christmas vacation is over. Oh, yes, don't I know it. January once more. Wake with the alarm before it's light. Ride the school bus through the bitter gray morning. Try to do the reading I didn't do last night, then stagger from class to class. Boredom to boredom, my eyes foggy with all the sleep I haven't gotten. Eleventh grade now. I turned sixteen last month. She stands beside me, resting her weight on the back of my chair, touching my shoulder with her fingers. I lean forward. It makes me nervous when my mother touches me. I smell the sour sickness of her body. I don't turn around, but I can see her in my mind. Spindly limbs, gaunt, peaky face, her thick cat eyeglasses, the lenses like teardrops. I wear glasses, too. What are you writing? Oh, something for English class. English was my best subject, she says. When she was in high school, I guess. English is my best subject, also. When I write, the teachers tell me, I sound almost like a grown-up. A story? She says, leaning over me, trying to read what I've written. Sort of, we're supposed to write a kind of journal. I'm making this up as I go along. Of somebody who we are, who we might be. A story, she says, as if that made it so. As if she still knew me from inside out, top to bottom, the way she did when I was little. But this isn't a story, and it has nothing to do with any English assignment. Writing a story, I know the twists and turns in advance. I know how it's going to come out. This journal, I guess, comes from a place I don't yet know, and it unfolds itself inside me, bit by bit, so I can't see beyond the next folding. You know it upsets Daddy, she says. What upsets him? 
You staying up all hours like this, night after night. And not even out on dates like a normal teenager. I know the way my father thinks. Sixteen. At that age, I ought to go out with girls. I don't, therefore I'm weird. Abnormal. Not really his son. I investigate UFOs. That makes me weird. I study the Bible, too. That makes me weirder. He has no idea what I'm going through. Neither does she, though most of the time she's nicer about it. I touch my hand to my pants pocket. My wallet's still there. When she's gone, I'll take it out, look at the card. Danny! His voice, irritable, calls up from the den. What, Dad? I yell back. How much more you gonna be up? Maybe another half hour? I hear him grumble to himself. I hear everything that goes on in this house, this little matchbox. That...